Hey, Husky fans, welcome back to 4th and Inches, the Husky podcast from Sports Illustrated to Husky Maven Channel. My name's Trevor Mueller. With me is Mike Martin from Dog Thoughts. And we have former Husky, current Falcon, uh, Caleb McGarry. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. So we're here to talk about the Stanford game, the big statement game that really propelled the 2016 Husky uh, Husky program into the national ranks, of course, uh, ending up in a trip to the playoff. But that Friday night, man, what an atmosphere. Uh, but, you know, even before we get to that Friday night, um, Caleb, can you kind of go through the week and what the preparation was like for a team like Stanford who had been on top? I mean, it was that that year. The whole year was just electric, man. Everything we did was uh, just had this air of edge to it. You know, Coach Pete always talked about having this slight edge and kind of having a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. And you could you could really feel it all year that year. And Stanford was one of the games that we really had circled on our calendar because that was going to be the heavyweight bout, man. Especially when it was, I believe it was College Game Day was there too for that. We were both top 10 ranked teams and the game was sold out and it was that week. You could feel the air, man. There was something different in the air. Everybody was on edge, just ready to rock. And it was, it was incredible, man, that feel that build up leading into the game. There was just so much energy accumulating all year, really. And then especially that week of prep, I mean, everybody from the students and the staff all the way to us, like you could feel the anticipation of that of that week at what point did you in in the game um or even before because you and i talked about this before you said that you knew you were going to beat stanford when you were laying on husky stadium turf puking in july uh it's you know it's kind of that good old that old saying uh the game isn't won uh, on Saturday or Sunday night. It's won the week before in your preparation. And that kind of goes for the off-season, too. You know, you, you decide how you do in-season during the off-season with the work you put in. And that year, that off-season, we just knew that there was no way we weren't going to come out and prove something and, you know, show the world what we could really do. And, and it was um, – everyone just had a chip on their shoulder to prove something. And at what point during the game were you thinking that the puking and the pain paid off? Oh, God! I think I think we mar- I think we scored in the first drive, uh, if I remember mm-hmm. right. And it was like at that point when the offense gained momentum and the defense was uh, holding them holding their offense down. That you know we really knew that it was you know this this is the fruits of our labor. This is you know, what we've worked for all year. And it was such a tangible thing for us uh, to be there that night and to feel, you know, finally feel like we were we were uh, competing with teams that we deserve to be competing with and finally doing what we were capable of. And what, what, were you so glad? Because you could see uh, the Stanford offensive line with trying to uh, cup their ears so they can hear the play call. Um, how thankful were you that you were on the Washington sideline and not on that Stanford offensive line? 
Oh, dude, I loved it. My ears rang for like three days after that game. That was awesome. That was so cool. Now, that first touchdown on that first drive, was that a, a more of an exclamation point in your mind, or was it a sigh of relief after kind of the struggle that was down in the desert? I would say more of an exclamation point. You know, it's, it was us saying that we're here, you're stuck here with us, this no one's running away with this this time. This is going to be a fight. No matter who wins this game, you're going to have to get bloody too. Like that was that was what it was all about, man. We wanted them to walk away from that game just as bloody and beaten, if not more so than we were. We wanted we wanted them to know that this is going to be a fight. This wasn't the years have passed are gone. This is this is what we're about now. Now the you late in the game. Um, you guys are up 30 to six and we just had Song Wu Ching on. We were talking about this with him, but I was up in the press box. I left my uh, seat to go down and I went down to the elevator when you guys just got the ball. I went, I waited for the elevator. I got down to the mezzanine level. I walked down to the field and I thought, wow, you guys got the ball back pretty quickly because it had been about it takes about 10 uh 10 or so minutes and i looked up and it was the same drive and you guys went on a uh a nine minute 54 drive nine minute 54 second drive that i think was 16 plays was that pro was that maybe the most gratifying part of that game was to slowly just kind of put your foot on the throat of Stanford and letting him know that uh, this is our town. Absolutely. That was, that was such a huge moment for us, especially the offensive line. There's, there's nothing better to an offensive line than a feeling like you just squeeze the life out of the defense. It is, that was, that was an incredible moment for me and the other linemen. You know, we talked about that for quite some time that, you know, that nine-minute some-odd-second drive where we really we took Stanford's strategy away from them and uh, made them eat some of their own medicine. It was it was perfect, to be honest with you. Like, that was that was awesome. Well, was that the moment you knew that that defensive line was done? Yeah, at, at that point, we went on the nine-minute drive. We knew we'd broken them. Well, now, you, you talked about you and your, your guys on the offensive line. That was... Uh, Trey Adams, Coleman Shelton, Jake Eldrenkamp, Nick Harris, uh, and you—all guys that um, have have been. Well, Trey is up in Buffalo. Um, hope he makes the 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 Bills. But all guys that um, you know have been on the NFL radar. But you also had Will Disley, Drew Sample, Miles Gaskin, Dante Pettis, Aaron Ford, Levon Coleman, Jake Browning. All of those guys have made it to the NFL. When you were, when you kind of stepped back, did you realize that your offense was that stacked? Um, you know, that's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, as an offense, as an offensive lineman, you always got to believe that you have a capable offense. But once we started putting up points and our our efficiency. As an offense, that was probably when we knew that, you know, we had, we really had something special here in the class. Um, 
that that was playing that year. The you know all the guys together, it just seemed like the perfect combination, man. It seemed like we had every weapon you could ask for. What was it like on the sidelines when the defense was out on the field? Oh, it was awesome, man. It was electric. Uh, hearing the crowd roar to a point where it was deafening. It was it was literally deafening on the sideline trying to hear our offensive line coach uh, talk to us about the previous drive or trying to communicate with somebody else on the sideline. It was a total pain because we couldn't hear hear each other say anything, but it was awesome because we couldn't hear each other hear each other say anything. So <laughs> it was it was great, man. I will and, always remember that game. And you you've you've heard the stories of how Husky Stadium was uh, so rough on opponents. Is that when you kind of were like, yeah, I see what they were talking about. This is what I came here for. Exactly. That's, you know, this is the, the thoughts that ran through my mind were like, were uh, along the lines of this is, this is what Husky Stadium is supposed to be like. This is, this is the Husky Stadium that I've heard stories about. This is what it's supposed to be. Have you ever heard a stadium that loud, even in Eugene? <laughs> At that point, I don't know, man. Eugene gets loud, but that was that was on a different level, man. That was that that game had the perfect buildup, the perfect scenery, the perfect setting. Like it was everything about that game just lined up to be an absolute slugfest heavyweight bout everyone was looking forward to a college game day was there it was it was it was incredible man it was it was borderline historic for us if nothing else in the sense of memorability absolutely and then the crowd starts to pour onto the field what are you doing in that situation oh Trying to trying to wade through the fans to find my teammates and shake the other team's <laughs> hands, and such you know. Trying to still be a good sport about things, but also losing our minds just a little bit. <laughs> you weren't down on the ground making snow angels, making uh, crass comments. <laughs> no, no, not for Stanford. I mean, but you know, Wazoo, Wazoo is Wazoo. They. <laughs> there was a year where they threw they threw piss balloons at us once, so I don't I'm not I don't feel too bad about hurting Wazoo's feelings. <laughs> and plus, what they did to your mom, so we will we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> you know, but but you know, I can't thank you enough for coming on uh, to talk about this. Um, you know, you, you're doing great things in the NFL. Um, how much do you? Do you, when you look at your roster, Stanford's roster, you went up against Solomon Thomas, who has been in the uh, NFL for four years with the 49ers. Um, you know, how how much of that atmosphere do you, have you found in the NFL? I mean, the NFL and college are very different animals for you know, a whole plethora of reasons, um, but... I can tell you what, rival, rivals in the NFL are pretty serious. Take us in New Orleans, for example. There's there's no love lost there, let me tell you what. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a pretty rowdy setting in both cities. But um there is there's just something there's just something uniquely memorable about certain points of your career. And you know, that that college that that college game 
you know, and a couple others will stand out for forever, man. Those will always be highlights. And you, in in Stanford and Oregon, probably had the most quotable lines after the game, too. Do you work on your quotes before you go up on the stage? <laughs> no. No, no. I know. So, I do so to, it was raining and often. It might be my favorite thing I've ever heard. What, oh, what I, what did I say? You said uh, it was raining in Austin that day. I know we're talking about Stanford, but oh that yeah, was the yeah, best yeah. Quote of your career. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. It's got what I think. Um, I had heard something like somebody said that someone had said like it never rains in Austin Stadium or something the week before or whatever. So you know, being the smart ass that I am, I had to take advantage of that. <laughs> I c- I couldn't just let that go. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, Caleb, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for uh, what you did for the University of Washington and, uh, just, you know, everything that you've put into making the state of Washington proud as we've moved on uh, to the NFL. Uh, we can't thank you enough for coming on. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. It's always good to catch up with you guys. All right. Awesome. Go, dogs. Go, dogs. Go dogs.